found with child on the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example. Ain't nothing wrong with King James Bible. It's spelled just like he wanted. Was minded to put her away privately. Wow, he thought on it. You thought some things that wasn't right too. You looked at all the circumstances and you say that's wrong, it ain't right. You thought you was going to fix it. Boy, ain't you glad God spoke to us. Wow, he thought on these things. He's a thoughtful man, a just man, a moral man. Behold the angel of the Lord. <laughs> Somebody over. Hey, man, I appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. <laughs> Amen. That's, enough. That's a gospel message in verse 21. And now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. Whoa, Isaiah 7, 14. And shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from a sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. He's an obedient man. And took unto him his wife. And you are not. Woo! Made man till she had brought forth a firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. You can be seated. The Lord help me for a little while. I want to preach on this man, these characters of Christmas. This man named Joseph. Before I get there, I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. About 2,000 years ago, there's a baby born. He's different than any baby. Isaiah said, we're going to call his name Wonderful. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. How can a baby? Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. 2,000 years ago, hey man, that on that night, I, when the world wouldn't make room for it, I ain't changed much. World wouldn't make room for him. This old baby born down in Bethlehem brought down our cause of taxes. God used man making a decree to get, hey man, God born in the flesh at the right location. We call this time of year on this night, we've come to call it Christmas. But there's something different about this baby. The, the angel done told Joseph, said when he's born, call his name Jesus. That's a sweet name. It's sweeter than honey. That, that name, thank God, <laughs> it'll roll off your tongue like no other name. It's a perfect name. Hey, that name, thank God, I will bring crippled people. Amen. Back to walking again. 
That name, Jesus. How the devil's just afraid of that name. Hey, you can get by with a lot until you start praying in Jesus' name. Devils can't handle it. Devils just got to run. Is that name? Thank God this came. That baby's going to raise, brought up, grow in wisdom and stature, go to walking around. Amen. The lepers is going to come by. He'll touch them. And instead of him getting what they got, they going to get what he got. He wonderful. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever been born like Jesus has been born. Amen. His support. His born support. He said of himself that the, the foxes has got dens to crawl in. And the birds has got nests. But the Son of Man has no word to lay his hand. Woo! And talking about a baby. It's so wonderful that he existed before he existed. <laughs> He's the only baby ever born that was older than his mama. Somebody hold my mule. He's the only baby ever born that was as old as his earthly, amen, as old as his heavenly father and older than his earthly legal father. Everybody with me? He's older than his mother. He existed before there was anything to exist. Amen. He come from nowhere because there's nowhere to come from. <laughs> he made everything before everything was made. In his mind, he done had it planned out. Him going to go to Calvary when there wasn't no Calvary. Him going to be nailed to a tree before there's ever a tree. Him going to be the Lamb of God before there's ever a Lamb. Amen. Him going to become man before there's ever a man before. It's just a baby who's nay. He's wonderful. Amen. Amen. French enlightened people have tried to change the dates. Catholic people tried to change the dates. They don't like it. But people have to figure out what year we in and we got to go back to, hey, hey, ma'am, everything before he is born is B.C. Everything after he died is A.D. And they're still trying to change it, trying to mess with it. But God's the only one that became man and split time and changed everything. Oh, this is a baby like no other baby. Did y'all agree with me? This is a baby that called wise men travel for years. Donkeys and camels, amen. Took everything they had and bought all the gold they had. Don't think they took a, thumb, a thimble full of gold. They going to a king. Amen, they going with myrrh. Amen, the, they saw a star. Hey, this, this, is, uh, this is the kind of baby that shepherds is going to leave watching over the Passover flock. That pure lamb, that line, that's going to be used once a year because they didn't need them no more. Amen. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I mean, the baby's Lord, born Lord, born King. Oh, this is a different baby than any, anybody's ever seen. Different baby than ever been born. Uh, amen. Would y'all agree with this? Hey, this is the only baby I know that ever picked his mama. <laughs> it's the only baby. Now, don't look up here at me like I'm crazy. If y'all had a chance, you'd have picked your mama too. 
but we just had to take what we got. Somebody say amen. I ain't belittling mine. I'm glad I got who I got. I'm thankful for the family I have on this earth. But I'm going to tell you, he picked the mom he had. And look who he picked. He didn't pick the prettiest girl. Some of you young boys need to listen up here to your preacher. He didn't pick the prettiest girl. He didn't pick, oh, great God. Hey, man. He didn't pick a rich girl. Hey, man. He he picked her based on a character. She is a godly girl. I know there's more virgins around that area, but the sovereign grace of God chose a vessel whereby the seed of God would be put in her by the Holy Ghost and grow nine months, still hold everything together and be born Lord and God and man. Woo! Amen. He, he didn't get wrapped in fancy clothes. Didn't have a crib to live in. His support never owned a thing. Thank God, never owned a thing. Far as we know, never owned nothing. If you read his obituary, I don't know what all of it would say in the newspaper Jerusalem, but I'll promise you this, it'd say this. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Woo! He said when he's died, hey man, he was survived. And he'd go to naming Josiah, go to naming all them brethren. And then he'd get over there and say, uh, he, was, he, he preceded, amen, and he survived by his mama, his before her, and after her. Oh, I'm just saying, friend, there ain't nobody ever been like Jesus. Would y'all agree with me? He's different. Amen, he's different. He defies all human explanation. Thank God his birth was announced hundreds of years before he was ever born. Where he is going to be born. What events was going to take place. How he is going to come about. Who his mama was going to be. At least her character. She is going to be virgin born. But they knew his line. That he is going to come through that Davidic line. His life is different. Amen, completely free of sin. Amen. His works were different. Everything he ever did was right. His words were different. They said, We ain't never heard nobody talk like I'm trying, I'm trying to get us on the same page. We're talking about a baby that we're celebrating this time of year about. His name is Jesus. It's the sweetest name I've ever heard. And the best thing that ever happened to me. Picked his own mama. I'm talking about pick the poor mama. <laughs> Woo! Amen. I love that. Amen. If we'd had a chance, we'd have picked being born to the Rockefellers. Amen. Been good to have about a million dollars. Amen. Amen for every day. But no, brother, he came to a little lowly lady. A just, a just man was going to be his legal adoptive father. Thank God. What a blessing. Now, let me just back up and say this right quick. Let me take a side note. Pause just a minute. All you young boys in here, you don't need to pick your wife based on how, her, how beautiful she is, how rich she is, but you ought to choose one based on the character. Somebody say amen. And by the way, all you girls shouldn't pick one based on how big his chest is, how ripped his arms are. I feel like preaching 
right here. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what. God picked a man named Joseph and said he is a just man and a good man and a moral man. He is a thoughtful man. Amen. He was an obedient man. Oh, thank God. I'm talking about God. I picked the chosen vessel of Mary and God. Amen. Picked the chosen vessel of Joseph to be the legal adopted daddy. And if you don't think that's something, hey, let God do the picking, friend. He'll pick you the right husband. He'll pick you the right. Oh, great God. Y'all know I'm right. Amen. Woo! He's wonderful. Would y'all agree with me? Ain't nobody like Jesus. Amen. Amen. He picked this man. That name, uh, uh, Joseph. Now, Joseph and Mary both was in that line. Amen. But they had uh, to have a way that could sidestep the curse of man. God took a man named Joseph. Amen, we have uh, most of the lineage listed in our text today. We'll find uh, the racial line, the royal line. We'll find the legal line. Amen, but thank God. I like Luke's genealogy because uh, uh, it's different than any genealogy you'll ever see. Amen, because the one, uh, it, it ends and starts with the same person, God. Amen. Woo! He is at the first and he's at the last. He's the only man that can do that. He's the only man that can sit on his own right hand. Amen. I'm talking about the baby. It's the one that put the tail on the fox, the horn on the deers, the protein in the meat, made great God in heaven, put man in a garden, and man messed it up, and it's going to take a God man to fix what man messed up. Ain't you glad the mess we made that there's a God man that can fix our mess? Woo, amen. Amen. Who'd he pick? How'd he come? Where'd he come by? Come by all these characters I dealt with Mary not long ago. But I want to tell you what I thought about, brother. Mary's not the only female in the list. I've mentioned this many times. Amen. But there's a, there's a woman. There's four women in this genealogy, and that's odd. You're talking about odd, squad. That's odd. Most of the time, women's never mentioned in Jewish genealogy. Amen. Matter of fact, let me tell you all something about Jesus. In the Jewish economy, you couldn't even have church unless you had 10 men. You couldn't even have church with 10 women. No, you could. Women almost were seen as not even having sex in, in, Hebrew, in Hebrew and Muslim economy. But Jesus treated them better than anybody ever treated them. When one of them was caught in the very act, and the only way you can catch them in the act, they got to be some pervert peeping through the keyhole. You might as well say amen. You might as well say amen. And he should have brought both of them. Amen. And when that woman got thrown down at Jesus' feet, he forgave her and said, go and sin no more. Woo! I'm going to tell you, there ain't nobody ever treated women or men or ever treated any of us like Jesus has treated us. We've done him wrong, treated him wrong. Boy, but God picked, he handpicked, he chose a vessel. Boy, ain't you glad you're a chosen vessel? I forget it. He picked this man, Joseph. Let me look at this man, Joseph. He comes by way, by way of Tamar, who put harlot clothes on, went down there and tricked Jacob in sleeping with him. Ain't that terrible? Terrible that he would even want to lay with a harlot. Somebody say amen right there. But terrible, what's terrible is that she knew what clothes to put on to be like a harlot. And I wish she'd said, 
send everybody a letter in 2020 and tell them what clothes look like a harlot and what looks like a godly woman. Somebody say amen right there. Woo! Preach on, preacher. Put on clothes as a harlot and got tricked in. And, uh, and then she had two kids. One of them is Perez, and he's in the line. He's an illegitimate son. Boy, ain't you good? Ain't you glad that God will even take an illegitimate son? Hey, man, and put him in his family. Oh, hallelujah. Praise, praise. Did you realize that a king couldn't sit on a throne until 10 generations went by? And guess who the 10th one from Perez is? It's David the king. Boy, I'm telling you, God knows what he's doing. And by the way, she had a twin in her belly. His name was Zara. He stuck his hand out, wrapped a scarlet thread around it, and he made he made mention in the book just cause the scarlet thread. Somebody say amen. And then they was uh, the woman that cheated on her uh, husband. Somebody said preacher uh, Bathsheba was forced. The king called her, but according to Deuteronomy, if she would have hollered, she'd been free. But she got what she wanted. Somebody say amen. And she up losing what she had. Preach on, preacher. That's exactly right. And she ended up losing that baby. And God let Solomon be born to a lady who run around on her husband who committed a I'm just saying, ain't you glad God takes adulterers and adulteresses and murderers and thieves and thugs. He even got Rahab, amen, from being a harlot and a streetwalker and put her in the lineage and then put a C in the middle of her name so we know harlot's gone and Christ is in amen Rahab the harlot Ruth the Moabitess all these women seem like don't belong there but they there and God used every one of them to bring Jesus and to be born but he said when it comes to being the earthly daddy I've got to pick a man who's a moral man notice what the Bible says number 18 now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child. That's all you got to do is stop right there. He's a moral man. I'm telling you, according to Jewish tradition, uh, they were to be espoused and they were to wait for a whole year. And, and in that year, she would be seen as pure and he couldn't touch her. And uh, even though they were in all intents and purposes of the law married, uh, they were espoused. Uh, it was a done deal. Uh, and, and Because you remember, before they ever came together, she's got a child and he's going to have to give her a bill of divorcement. Even though he's not consummated to wed him, they are considered as good as married. But they got a year to wait. They've got to wait a year. If she, if there's any impurity, it'll show up in a year. If she's uh, uh, been uh, playing the harlot, it'll show up in a year. And in that year's space of time, uh, they're to be treated uh, in different houses uh, and loved on uh, and cared for, uh, uh, called husband, called wife, uh, but they're not to come together. And Joseph knows uh, he's a moral man. He has not touched her. Uh, but the Bible says uh, uh, before they came together, uh, I mean, he's keeping himself separate even though she is his wife. Are y'all with me today? He's a moral man. 
Amen. He's not, I've seen young people, they'll get engaged. They'll say, well, since we're engaged, it's all right. No, it ain't all right. Somebody say amen. 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 Joseph is a man of character. Hallelujah. He's a moral man. He's a man that has not came together with his spouse wife. Look at what verse 18 says. Again, says she came about to have a child. I mean, she's thinking on this thing. She's rolling it over in her mind. And Joseph being the moral man. Hey, hey, and by the way, hey, hey man, a church, a family, a nation will not be any more moral than the men that make it up. Amen, preacher. George Washington said that. He come to one of his officers, cussing out one of the uh, young privates. Uh, he was a lieutenant, and George, I've got this plaque hanging in my in my study, I believe, still. And uh, I, brother, he came. It's a known fact. It's recorded that George Washington got onto him for using immoral language, even though he thought that man did enough to cause him to cuss. He said, "The character of a nation is known by the character of their man." That might be why we in the mess we in today. Bunch of cheating. Y'all say amen. Don't get me. I need some amen on that. Don't get me hung up. Amen. Amen. Your family will be no more better and more moral. Your children will not be any more moral than you are, daddy. Amen. The church. Amen. And pornography. Man's taking a foothold in America. Wrapped around young people's mind. Poison the hearts and lives of people. They think it's all right. It's just something we do. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, I, I, I don't even know nothing about Mastercard. But if I didn't have one, I'd about get one now. Amen. Hey, come on, a news blip on my phone, brother Ken Linder. Uh, that Mastercard says we're no longer allowing our services to be used on on an ungodly porn site. I say, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen, preacher. Preach on. Hey, the Bible. Listen, you say, preacher. Well, anybody can start out right, uh, but you, hey, he's a spouse to her, uh, and, and surely uh, it's been a year. Uh, surely they're gonna come together. No, look at me. Look at verse number. 25. Look what the Bible said in verse 25. And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. Did y'all read that in your King James Bible? He didn't he know what was in her, wasn't of him. Hey, something, something ain't right. I, I ain't touched her. I know better than that. I'm a moral man. I'm an upright man. I try to serve God, and he's not gonna touch her till she brings forth her firstborn son. You say, preacher, but what does the Holy Ghost say? Glad you asked. Look at verse 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a, what did it say? Just man. Woo! Do you know he said Job was a just man, upright and skewed evil? He said Joseph is a just man. Hey, listen to me, young men. Young men out there, look up here and there at you, preacher. Bless the Lord. Preaching's up here. Hey, man, listen to you, preacher. I'm going to tell you right now, God help you. I to quit touching women that ain't your wife. I quit kissing on women that ain't your wife. Hey man, preacher, if she is a spouse to you, you're supposed to make sure that you don't know nothing about her till you're married. Somebody say amen. He's a moral man. Amen. Blow your horn out there. You're helping me. Amen. 
Hey, the Bible said this, he knew her not till she had brought forth. In other words, he just didn't start right. He continued right and he stayed right all the time. There is no blemish recorded of Joseph. There's some questionable things that his brethren do. There's questionable things, believe it or not, even Mary will do. Later on, she had to be saved too. Everybody say amen. But there's not one negative connotation. How about just like the Old Testament Joseph? He didn't matter who mishandled him. He didn't care who lied on him. Thank God Almighty. I say hallelujah. Quit looking for an excuse to do wrong. And just do right. Because it's right. Amen. He's a moral man. He's a just man. He started right. He stayed right. Amen. Didn't know her. Not just that. I like that just man. Let's look at that a minute. Hey, the Bible calls him a just man. I believe this indicates, uh, hey, man, not, not only this word just means uh, uh, treating people fairly or, or getting fair treatment when you don't deserve. Ain't you glad God justified you? <laughs> You didn't deserve to be treated like that, but he justified you. Amen. Joseph, thank God, could have done a lot of things, Brother Jared. He could, according to the Bible, he could have done a lot of things. But that year was a space of purification pictured put on display and she has a baby and he's moral he hadn't touched her he's a just man he's going to stay right till she gives birth I don't know if y'all can handle that or not I don't know if I can handle it or not here's a man who's not touched her and tradition says I don't know it's only their opinion here's what tradition says Josephus some of them guys they say Joseph was an older man who was had a wife who died I, I don't know if that's true or not but you take a young boy who's already crossed that line and he's going to keep himself pure just out of the love of God and defeat his lust of his flesh Here's a man whose God's going to pick to raise his son. I say amen. God has picked his own daddy. Amen. What a blessing. Amen. His earthly daddy. Hey, think about this. He could have divorced him. That's what the Bible said. He was thinking about putting away privately. He was not going to make her a public example. Verse number, uh, verse number 19. But put her away. That phrase put her away is the same where we get our understanding of the Hebrew word divorce. Do y'all understand God don't want you to get divorced. If you get divorced you can be forgiven. There's people in Matthew 1 who were murderers. There's people in Matthew 1 who were adulterers. There's people in Matthew 1 hey, who were harlots. These people in Matthew 1 amen who would do but ain't you glad that God puts you all in the family Woo! and gives you the same standing. I don't know about that helps me amen. I know what kind of mess I am so I need that help amen. I, maybe y'all don't need it. Bless God I said I'm glad God puts up with us I'm a mess today I'm a mess but he loves messes man I'm glad he does he could have divorced her, but he didn't. Amen. I will tell you what else he could have done. He could have stoned her. Joseph could have, I'm talking about could have stoned her. He didn't know no different. 
Amen. He's, he's a thoughtful man. I'll get there in a minute. He's thinking about all these things. He's remembering the scriptures. Deuteronomy 22, 23 through 24 says, If a damsel that is a virgin be betrothed unto a husband, Mary and Joseph, and a man find her in the city and lie with her, then ye shall bring them both under the gate of that city, and ye shall stone them with stones that they die. The damsel is to be stoned. Why? Because she did not cry out being in a city. And the man, because he forced her and humbled his neighbor's wife, so thou shalt put away evil from among you. Mary was not guilty, but he didn't know it. And if some lady come told you that she's a virgin, hey man, preacher, preach on, and she's pregnant, you wouldn't have believed it neither. Now there's a lot of folks claim to be virgin, but they ain't virgin. Y'all might as well say, man, look up here, it's preaching time. Hey, they've not kept themselves pure. Uh, but this girl, the Bible says, was pure. And he couldn't figure out. He hadn't touched her. He's been betrothed to her. Hey, man, this time of years of purification time is put on display that she is pure, that she's untouched. He's been betrothal, has taken place. We are a spouse one to another. I'm living over here. She's living over there, and she's got a baby, and she's pregnant. But I love her, and I'm a just man, and though I have the authority to put her on display and make a public example, I won't. Though I have the authority to take her outside the city and stone her to death I won't. It'd do what's good to have forgiving spirits. Y'all man, I can't stand a bunch of haughty smart elite. God, God Elmer, I can't stand a bunch of haughty smart elite Christians. Think they better than everybody. Look down their snotty nose. I'm going to tell you if we knew what was in your closet we wouldn't like it neither. Say amen. Woo! Nobody wants to see your mind put on a projector screen up here. Hey, man, crawl under the table. You crawl under out the door. Hey, man, you know better than nobody else. Hey, man. I told them young kids over there, we're sitting there talking about the Christmas story. And I said, look, some people don't know no different. They ain't been taught no different. They think Christmas is about other things than Jesus. They're ignorant. They're unlearned. I said, you love them. You be patient with them. You make your ground. Don't back up. Amen. And no, you know the truth. But listen to me, friend. You don't have to be a smart aleck about being saved. Somebody say amen. Amen. Amen, preacher. He had every scriptural right. He had every biblical right. He thought about how to do it to not bring shame on her. God have mercy. I'm going to tell you what we need. We need women to come in off the street who used to be street walkers and we don't need a bunch of snotty nose. Hey, man, good for nothing women who's saying, you better dress right or you ain't no count. Let them get saved first for God's sake. And remember, it took a while for you to get clean. Amen, preacher. Yes, I believe in dressing right. Don't make me get started on that. But they, hey, God saves them and God cleans them. Amen. Am I right? Amen. Thank everybody just supposed to get saved and raise their kids right. Well, quit being so hard on them, smart aleck. 
Amen. You say, preacher, who you talking to? Well, nobody, but everybody. Say amen. Anybody that needs it, if God's ringing your doorbell, answer the door. Put it on, Cinderella, if it fits. Hey, I'm telling you, we need to be sweet in our spirit. We need to be patient. We've got to be meek. Amen, preacher. One of those churches I told you all about was fundamentally sound. You know why they closed down? Because some of the older women got a little years under their belt, and they forgot they used to be drug heads and drinkers. Now everybody that come in, they couldn't even come into church one time without being run down by every woman in the church. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, every church, we ought to have a, a testimony of being clean, separate, and, and hey, amen, and we'd be a lot better if you quit putting half new pictures on the Facebook. Somebody say amen. Hey, amen. We need a good testimony like that. We do need a good testimony. But there needs to be in church people that don't have their hair cut right. I'm talking about men don't have their hair cut right. I'm talking about long-haired hippies. I'm talking about earrings in their nose, ears all over them, tattoos showing all over their body. That's the kind that Jesus goes after. He goes after the thieves and the thugs. Great God, I know so. He went after me. He loves them just like he loved us. Amen. Amen. If you go everywhere you go being a smart aleck, you ain't going to witness and win nobody to Jesus. Amen. And Joseph, he was a man of character. He's a just man, but he didn't allow his just, him being just, amen, to be judgmental. Somebody say amen. I know, I know. You can tell whether a tree is a peach tree or an apple tree. Ask Doug. He's got me enough peaches that I've spit out enough buckshot. Y'all catch that later. Hey, man. Hey, man. Got me enough peaches. He knows what a peach tree is. It'd blow him away if he went and grabbed an apple off a peach tree. I know if they claim to be saved. But we're in the South. The buckle, the Bible belt. Everybody thinks they're saved. They think they're all right. Let's be sweet in our judgment. Amen. And Joseph's heart was broken. His heart was. His heart was broke. I'm telling you, I know his heart was broke. You say it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it would. Amen. Amen. His heart was broke. His head was probably bent down. His mind was burdened. He couldn't get, he couldn't get his thinking process right. Amen. And then finally, God dispatched an angel. <laughs> and the angel showed up. Amen. I love the angels, the one giving this message. The Bible says the angel of the Lord, verse 20, appeared unto him in a dream. He said, I can't handle it no more. I've got to take a nap. I, this stuff's weighing on my mind. I, I've got to try to figure out what I'm going to do. We'll put away privately. I mean, she's got a child. I, I know I haven't touched her. I, 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 I'm, I'm do that. Amen. I'm just, I'm moral. I'm trying to keep myself. I, I don't understand how this could happen. And he's weighing these things in his mind just like you and I would have done. And he said, I got to take a nap. It's more than I can handle. And when he went to taking a nap, an angel showed up. Amen. And the angel cleared it up. Amen. Amen. And the angel stirred him up. And for long he stood up. Amen. He is ready, thank God, to fess up. And he went down there and he of this. Amen. He went down there and he was telling Mary what the angel told him. And Mary was telling him what the angel told her. Amen. And great God in heaven, they synced up together because God never contradicts his word. I say amen, preacher. Amen. And he's a man. Thank God he's got his heart right. 
Amen. He got to thinking about this thing. The angel said that my wife is carrying the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Amen. Can you imagine that? He got some inside information. Amen. He said, glory to God. Can you imagine how relieved he was? Can you imagine how blessed he was? Amen. That's probably why he never even got to go. He got caught up in spiritual things about having that visitation from heaven, about thinking about what God's going to do for his people, and he quit worrying about what his flesh wanted. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what, if you're always feeding that flesh, that's because you ain't where you need to be spiritually. And if you get where you're supposed to be spiritually, you won't be worried. Amen, preacher. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. I love, that's right. Amen. He's, he's going to put her away, but he's, he's thinking, he's thoughtful man, the content of his thinking. We already thought, talked about it. Thank God the communication he got. He got a visit from God. Hallelujah. Here's what he said. Here's what he said, and here's what he'll tell you. He said, fear not. Boy, aren't you glad sometimes when you're confused and don't know which way to go, you like a termite and a yo-yo. I mean, you don't know which way to go. You're confused. You can't see anything. I, my wife one time, she got overwhelmed by a wave. And, and we get overwhelmed sometimes by, uh, by storms in our life. My wife one time, we was down at Roberth Beach, Delaware. And uh, yeah, we was dressed right. Take a deep breath, all right. Amen. And, and we was down at Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and, and, and Kim, she was out there enjoying riding the waves and uh, just getting out there a little bit. And all of a sudden, the wave over the, I think it was Rehoboth Beach, I, it, it might have been Myrtle Beach, and, and we was walking out in the water, and you know how the undertow gets. I mean, it, the waves look real inviting. They're coming to you. They're coming to you. They're coming to you. Uh, but the whole time, they're jerking your legs out from under you. And uh, you got to watch this world. That's the way the world is. Amen. And, and it jerked her legs out. And, and brother, she almost drowned. I'm talking about we're looking for her. And, and she was only in water about that deep. But the, but the wave had tossed her. And she didn't know which way was up. She was swimming. Sideways, she's swimming down. She couldn't find. I'm telling you, if y'all if y'all've not been there, you will get there before long in your Christian walk. There will come a time when you your thoughts will tear torment you and tear you apart, and you'll dream about it and think on it. And boy, ain't it a blessing when God sends you a word and says, "Just let me handle it. Fear not. Fear not. I'll work it out. Fear not." I say amen. I love this. His fears were relieved. Miracles declared. He said, man, thank God what's in her is of the Holy Ghost. He said, this is supernatural. And what we don't, really, we don't, what we don't realize is sometimes when we can't figure God out, he's working supernaturally behind the scenes to bring deliverance to God's people. Take the book of Esther. God's never mentioned in the book. Never one time do you see God in that book. Ain't in there. I'm talking about his name. He ain't seen. But but praise God, he's behind the scene. Hey man, he's working everything out to bring deliverance to his people. And what you think is the world going against you might be God working things out supernaturally. Hey man, to be an answer to your prayer. A name is revealed. He said he's called, call his name Jesus. A mission is stated. He said he's going to save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. A prophecy is recalled. He said, listen, don't you remember Isaiah? He said a virgin is going to conceive and bring forth a son and thou 
shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. Hey, don't forget, it's already been told about 750, 800 years before he's ever born. His name shall be called Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. Joseph gets up. I don't know for sure, but I think y'all probably like I am. I feel like his heels is clicking together. He's having himself a time. He done got a visit from the angel of the Lord. Amen. And Joseph got up from the dream, from the message delivered him. In verse 24, the Bible says, He knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. He called him. He named him Jesus. Amen. I think if you'd ask Joseph, Joseph, you ever regret being Jesus' earthly daddy? He said, oh, no. I, I bet you if you'd ask Abraham, you regret leaving the, over there in the Ur of Chaldees, worshiping idols, bowing down the totem poles? You, do, do you regret that? He said, oh, no. I used to serve God. I wonder if you just ask Moses. Say, Moses, you are skilled. You just taught everything. You got the best education. You just taught how to be the best fighter. Uh, all of Egypt was going to be not just biblical history, uh, but even history written down by unbelievers. Uh, Show Moses being the next to ascend the throne. He could have had the world. He could have been ahead of the world power. Had all the riches of Egypt. Had everything that they had. Amen. And the Bible said he turned his back on it. Amen. Thought he'd rather choose the suffering of God's people than the pleasure of sin for a season. Oh, and I'm telling you, hey, Moses, do you regret it? Oh, no. The only thing I regret is hitting that rock twice. That's the only thing I regret. I knew he ain't going to die but once. I just let them push me to the brink. Hey, man, and I hit that rock twice. He said, boy, I should have spoke to it like I was told to. Hey, Jesus died for you. All you got to do, he's already been smitten for you. All you got to do now, sinner, is run speak to him. I look to Jesus and live. Call on Jesus, he'll save you. Hey, man, Joseph is going to get to be the earthly daddy of, of a baby that's going to impact and change the world. Amen. You say, preacher, what's the big deal about that? Well, he said, I'm going to obey God rather than man. Acts 5.29, it's better to obey God than man. I read about this man. I had to make sure I got this all down right. His name's Leonard Wood. He visited the king of France one time. The king was so pleased with him, he was invited to dinner the next day. And so Leonard, Sir Leonard, showed up. The king, when he got there, said, uh, Sir Leonard, uh, I didn't know you was coming to dinner. He said, but you gave me an invitation. He said, but you never responded. He said, sir, a king don't have to be responded to. He has just to be minded. He said, I can't because you asked me. Hey, I'm going to ask you something. If the king gives you an invitation to be saved, uh, hey, man, won't you, why don't you, hey, don't answer it. Don't raise your hand and say, well, God's dead. No, obey it. Get in this altar and get saved. Confess it with your mouth. Believe in your heart that the Lord Jesus will 
born so you could get born again. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes because it's a picture and put in that stable and put in that manger and looked like a tomb. He came at birth to show what he's been born for. Oh, listen to me. He ain't in the grave. He's alive. He's seated at his own right hand. He's making intercession for you. He wants you to be saved. He's not willing to any parish, but all come to repentance. But Joseph, preacher, what did he get out of it? Well, I'm going to tell you what he got. He got a special wife. He got a special wife, Jerry. He said, preacher, I've heard people say, uh, when did you get married? He said, well, you know, <laughs> I ain't going to tell you who said this. Y'all wouldn't know him anyway. But I had a, I had a young man in the military. I said, when did you get married? He said, well, I just married this ordinary girl. She, I said, hold up, son. Don't never let her hear you say ordinary. Hey, man, I, I don't want to just, I don't want my boys to just marry an ordinary girl. I, I, I'm glad I didn't marry just an ordinary wife. Amen. I got an extraordinary wife. Everybody say amen. He got a special wife. Amen. I'm glad he got one that was chosen of God. He got one that was saved. He got one, thank God, that was serving. He got one that was surrendered. She said, hey, I don't know how this thing could be. I've never known a wife. I've never known a man. And by the way, that's how I know she's a virgin. She said, I never knew a man. Somebody say amen. Amen. She surrendered her life. What a special wife. What a special woman. Thank God that lived her life in surrender and submission. Man, she's one of the few that's there at the cross. She's one of the few that'll be there to tell you, thank God for Mary. Amen. She got a special role. Now, you, you, you say, preacher, you, you, I know he's a thoughtful man. He's a chosen man. I know he's a just man. He's obviously a moral man, uh, but come on now. I'm telling you, he was special. And here's why. He is a good man, brother. I'm going to tell you, I know there's no good but one, but what, what goes on good in our life, if there's any good thing in me, it is the grace of God. Paul said, I am what I am. If there's any count to what I am, I am what I am by the grace of God. He was a part of of the Lord's boyhood days. According to Luke 2, 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. I, the Lord knew everything. Amen. And at 12 years old, hey, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Amen. When his daddy and his his earthly dad and his mama got to looking for him among their friends, got looking for him among the family, they found him back in the temple and he told them, wishing not that I be about my father's business, but he submitted himself to their authority and went with them. God submitted him. I, what, I'm, what I'm getting at, if God did that, youngins, so should y'all say amen. 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 And he got to be the one that was in his boyhood days. By all intents and purposes, according to him not being mentioned in the Bible, we understand, we believe, at least we think, from everything that I've found and everything that I've studied, my opinion is that he died before he had earthly ministry began in 33 and a half years. I believe he's already dead. But brother, can you imagine what he'd been like? Hey man, to work. Amen. He built, he was a carpenter. Jesus picked the womb of a poor woman who's a spouse to a poor carpenter, a worksman, a tradesman. And uh, he, can you imagine? 
Hey, you, even the best carpenter makes mistakes. Hey, even the, but he's working with a little boy who can build like nobody ever built. Amen. And, and them brothers is trying to figure out, I don't know why Jesus don't hang out with us and, and, and throw rocks at that widow woman. I don't understand why he don't smart off the mom and daddy. He's a Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Hey, man, what? Hey, the Bible says they didn't even believe till after the resurrection. Some of them didn't even believe. 1 Corinthians 15. They didn't even believe. James didn't even believe until after the resurrection. And they grew up with a boy that never smelt my smart mouth mama. Oh, my God, have mercy. Can you imagine what it would be like? Most people say, that, that Jesus uh, and, and Joseph, they not only were a carpenter of trade, they weren't only a, a, a skilled carpenter. Some say chairs. And t- by the way, I'm sure glad he can build something for you to rest on. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm glad he can build something. Thank God for you to eat at. Somebody say amen. But I'm glad he can build a bridge that you can get from earth to heaven. Somebody say. And it don't take but two sticks and three nails. <laughs> Woo! Somebody say amen right there. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, brother, they, most folks say most folks say they had a real refined uh, specialty. They were yoke builders. And he would always talk about yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Can you imagine working with a little young boy? Hey, man, I don't know when, what age he was when his daddy died. But can you imagine? Let's say 16, 17, 18, even 20, because he's not on the scene at 33. He could have been a young man. And he's never made a mistake. They bring the ox down and it fits that ox's neck absolutely perfect. I mean, Joseph said, dear God, I might as well just sit back and egg him on. I'm going to make a run for uh, material. I'm going to go get some nails. Craig, God, how did you know? That's the weirdest neck on any ox I've ever seen. It's crook neck. How in the world? But that thing fits. I'm glad I'm saying this, that God knows what size you are. He knows how to help you. It's not going to rub you raw. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me how me can load in your heart you'll find rest you'll find your place you'll find your position if you'll respond you can find the first rest when you get saved but you're going to follow me and quit kicking against me to find that second rest of service I look at Joseph boy I see he got to raise a baby it was different and of all the people God could have picked, come on, sis, he picked Joseph to be his earthly dad. Now, before she plays, I want y'all to think about something. That day I got saved, my wife and I were sitting on the back row, two or three from the back on the right-hand side. Welcome home. There's three rows just like this. I didn't want to move up here. I sat back there. And I was sitting back here, brother, with Rita and Alan. Alan wasn't coming at the time. Me and my wife were sitting there. I'd already been under conviction since the last Sunday. God had made me miserable. I'd cried. The preacher said, oh, I can tell you when God speaks to you again, mind him, hung up the phone. I mean, I'm told. That's what I needed. I, 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 was, I was in military mind mode, hadn't been out long. I needed some. I needed some directions. Give me some orders. Don't sugarcoat nothing. Yeah. I can't stand a pansy sugarcoat. Yeah. I can't stand a, a lace on a panty preacher neither. Yeah. Somebody say amen. We need some doggone men. Yeah. It, Jesus was a man's man. I'll just go ahead and say. He-
No long-haired hippie sissy. Somebody say amen. Preach on, preacher. Woo! He's a man's man. Y'all know he was. Amen. Man, I'm telling you, I'm sitting there. I needed some to He said, Brother, okay. I came to church. I begged God. I said, Lord, if you'll just give me that. I don't want to make a false profession. I'd done that when I was 12. I joined the church, shook the preacher's hand, got, went in a dry center, came out of wet center. I, I, I went through baptism. Everybody thought I was sweet. Little old Jackson boy, we 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 glad he came. Let's vote him in, vote him in. Never asked me if I repented. Never asked me if I knew Jesus as my Savior. All they did was ask me if I want to join the church. Right. That's all they asked me. I shook the preacher's hand. I think it was Jack Weaver. Joined the church, got baptized. I was lost church member on my way to hell. Kept on drinking, kept on partying, kept on living wicked, kept on doing uh, running women. Y'all know I'm right. I ain't trying. I ain't gonna tell you everything, but it was so bad. I didn't think nobody fool with me. Some of my family even gave up on me. And sitting back here in that back row, I said, God, my wife loved me when nobody would love me. And the Lord said, You know how your wife loved you even didn't deserve it. He said, I love you more now. And I sit there trying to figure out. I said, God, I don't want to make no false profession. Just sling the door open again. And I felt like Brother Jared, he cracked the door. Hey, man, and I cracked. I wasn't looking for a baby Jesus. I wasn't looking for Jesus on the cross. I, I'm just telling you, I was looking for a Jesus that saved me from hell. A man that pulled me out of the fire. A man that would rescue me. Hey, man, I came to that altar. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to say. I didn't even know John 3, 16. I was raised in church all my life. I've never seen nobody pray in the altar. I never heard nobody testify. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm just so ignorant, dense, and stubborn, hard-headed. I didn't even hear it. But I just know. I didn't know what to do. And I came down there, brother. I didn't have to know what to do. I didn't have to. I started killing, telling him everything. I started calling on him to save me. I said, Lord, you know everything about me, stuff my wife don't know. And Brother Linder, it was at that moment that God took a, a weight off of me. I felt like an elephant off my back. Amen. And gave me such peace. I couldn't explain it. I, it wasn't because I made the perfect prayer, but I got up a new creature. I got up different. I got up changed. Hey, man, if Jesus hadn't come to this world, that would have never happened. He was born so I could one day get born again. He saved me. He washed me in his own blood. If he hadn't have came in that literal blood that shed his self and my name for my sake I'd have died with the hell but he did it amen amen he died in my place he died as if it was me he took my place he's my propitiation I know he's yours but he's mine it was as if it was me he took my place my substitute and I thought about another part of that message that he didn't deal with last Friday I thought about, brother, the redemption price of one going for you. <laughs> I thought, my praise God, they, somebody stood up for me one day. Sir, oh, thank yeah. God amen. for Jesus standing up for me one day. And I'm going to tell you, listen to me. He come into this world. He come into this world with a purpose of seeking and saving that which is lost. 
That's the unspeakable gift of Christ himself incarnated that was given on Calvary so that you could go free. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth not is condemned already. Amen. Amen. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. He didn't come to condemn you. You already condemned. He come to save you. He come to wash you. He died for you. He died for me. He was born to die so we could be born to live. Let's all stand his bow now closed.